Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer from New Jersey, Cat Swamp Road, New Jersey. And hopefully everything is going well for you. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in today on Sirius XM Channel 147 Rural Radio. And if you've been a longtime listener to this show, because it's a little bit more than a year old, so it can't be that long, but uh, a little bit more than a year, so it went quickly, then you would know that we get together every Saturday at 11 a.m. in the farm shop here, Eastern Time, and then again with an encore of the same presentation on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you miss any of the episodes or want to go back to listen to one again, then just simply go to my website, which is farmmachinerydigest.com, and click on the tab that says FMD Radio. And there you will find every show, I shouldn't say every show, all of the shows for the past few months from that point forward in their entirety as they are heard on Sirius XM Rural Radio. So I just want to keep reminding you of that because there may be an instance where you want to go back and listen. And also I want to remind you of it because I am pondering of doing a two-part show Uh, this show is actually a half hour but it's 24 minutes of actual recording time and if I want to put all the segments into it it goes very quickly so I'm pondering the idea of doing a two-part show in the next couple of weeks and if that happens I will obviously let you know but that's when the the website will be an excellent excellent resource for you and let me see what else Oh, the license plates, the Hot Rod Farmer license plates are in production down in Georgia. And uh, Dixie Stamping, and I think it's called Dixie Stamping, and I believe it's Tucker, Georgia. So they are in production down there, and hopefully in the next few weeks I will have them here. But you don't have to wait a couple of weeks. I do, all I ask you to do is send me an email at hotrodfarmer at farmmachinerydigest.com and let me know where you listen from. You could tell me a little bit about yourself if you want. If not, that's fine. And you will go into the drawing for a free USA-made hot rod farmer license plate for you to put wherever that you deem um, it should be. Maybe on the front front bumper of your truck or car, if it's a single plate license license plate state, or any place else. So please send me an email, and it serves two purposes. As I always say, I get to learn where you are from and what you're a little bit about so I could tailor my content better for you to make this a better show. I, that's my goal, to constantly make it a better, better show. And then you get into that drawing. And as I tell you, as I've said in the past weeks, is that because you did not win that week, that makes no difference. You go into the box, your name goes into the box, you could win six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, what have you. So don't be discouraged if you send your name in, and then that week you don't hear it announced on the radio that you won. So uh, please, I want to give those plates away i'm uh, excited uh, i'm excited about them and then let me see what else i want to tell you i guess that is about it on today's show what we're going to be talking about is the critical path and you may not be familiar with that term and i'll turn the clock back a number of years <clears throat> and when i had my shop i built a uh, 
it was a it was a Jaguar Vanden Plus XJ6 Vanden Plus. That's a four door sedan, and the Vanden Plus was the top of the line. So you'd say it's like a uh, a King Ranch, maybe not even a King Ranch, but a, a uh, uh, I forgot what the um, what the what the Ford the highest Ford line is. It's not King Ranch anymore. There's, there's something about limited, limited or platinum. I think limited is the best one or the fanciest one. And platinum is below it, and King Ranch is below that. Or a Denali GMC or on the Ram side of the aisle. I forgot what they call theirs. The top of the line. So the Vanden Plus was the top of the line Jaguar XJ6. So I mean mechanically it was no different, but it had a more amenities, more luxurious. And then what had happened is the people who owned it uh, connected with a, a a gentleman I knew, and he did worked on a lot of Jaguars, and he did a conversion of, to a Chevy V8, and then he sent it to me, and then I redid the engine and made it into a Stroker, a 383, and we fuel-injected it and uh, put it the 700R4 overdrive transmission, and it was a, ended up being a beautiful, beautiful car, and the gentleman's wife drove it for a number of years, and then she sold it. And uh, when she sold it, the new buyer contacted me, and the new buyer happened to be, and if you're a car guy and read the car magazines years ago, sadly he's passed away now, is Brock Yates bought the car, and Brock Yates bought it for his wife. And Brock called me up because he wanted to know a little bit about the car. The Eckerts, who I built the car for, asked if they could give <clears throat> if they could give the new owner uh, my phone number. And they didn't say who the new owner was. I don't even think they knew who he was. That he was very famous. And he actually wrote the script for the Cannonball Run movie because he actually started the Cannonball Run race back in the late sixties, early seventies. The Sea to Shining Sea uh, Outlaw race, and uh, so. Brock Yates called me up, and it just so it just so happened when I was when he called me that uh, I had just purchased his book and read it, and his book was called The Critical Path, and in engineering, what the critical path is, and this is a term that's used in the auto industry, it may not be used in agricultural engineering or other aspects of engineering, but the critical path is the time that you decide that you're going to build something, you have to create it design it, create it, get and, and and build it and get it to market as quickly as possible. So if we wanted to make an agrarian version of the critical path, you could say, okay, fine, I got this planting window, I got to get the planter going, got to get the seed in the ground, I got to get it planted in this period of time. So that is called the, so we, that's analogous to the critical path. But in engineering, it's the time frame from, from concept when the concept is approved to having a product in the market. And why the critical path is so important, because essentially in the engineering side, for instance, let's say like today with with autonomous tractors, you want to be the first to the market with an autonomous tractor. So we're the first to the market with a diesel pickup truck or the first to the market like New Holland is right now. They're introducing that hydrogen-powered tractor, which I'm actually going to have somebody from New Holland on the show, God willing, in March. And we're going to be talking about that. So anyway, that is the critical path. But when it comes to diagnosing a problem, you need to be on the critical path. Because if you're not on the critical path, you're going to be wasting a lot of time and a lot of money. So we don't want that. So we want you to never forget that agriculture runs on machinery, but profits on reliability. (laughs) 
Marvel podcasts are now on the Sirius XM app, including Marvel's Voices. Hi, I'm Anjali Grochet, host of Marvel's Voices. I'm so excited because I get to talk to incredible storytellers from the Marvel Universe, like Method Man. I just love the X-Men, man. It was just something about it. This show is the go-to place for diverse perspective. We are trying to tell stories that we wanted to see. Hear Marvel's Voices before anywhere else without having to leave the Sirius XM app free for most subscribers. Download it today and tap podcasts. Rural America's most important network is here for you. Focusing on the stories important to farmers, ranchers, and small-town USA with Market Day reports and Rural Evening News. Our team follows policy issues impacting you on the state and federal level. With a dedicated bureau in Washington and guests joining us live from across the globe. News, markets, and weather reports you can use however you want to watch, at home, in the field, or on your phone. Watch Market Day Report and Rural Evening News each weekday. Sign up at watchrfdtv.com. Hi, this is Red Stegall. I want you to join me every Saturday morning at 7 o'clock Eastern, and together we'll explore the life of the American cowboy through his poetry and his music on Cowboy Corner Collections. These are shows that we've recorded and aired over the past two decades, including the music and poetry of our friends as well as myself and the boys in the bunkhouse. With stories by America's great storytellers, join me as we ride through the West on Cowboy Corner Collections, Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern on Rural Radio. We believe talent is everywhere, but opportunity is not. There are many causes, but it mostly comes down to race, what their parents earn, and where they live. It's made worse by unequal access to technology, healthy foods, and mentors. It's time we provide opportunities for all our kids. Nothing should hold a kid back, and if we all pull together, nothing will. Visit 4-H.org today and join us. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I just need to correct myself. I reckon I realized that during the break is that I said that New Holland's tractor runs on hydrogen. It doesn't run on hydrogen. It runs on methane gas. So, uh, but I will be having them on the show. I did speak to them and uh, sometime in March, I'm going to go over to the New Holland headquarters, which happens to be not too far, far away. And I'm going to do a uh, getting to know segment with them on um, on Farm Machinery Digest Radio. So I need to correct myself for that. When I said, I said to myself, I said hydrogen. I said that there are hydrogen engines that run on hydrogen, but that runs on methane gas. So what we're going to talk about now, as I said in the opening segment, is the critical path. And there's many, many people that are excellent mechanics. They're very mechanically inclined, um, but they're not good diagnosticians. They're, they're good at replacing parts. And oftentimes on the farm, you end up replacing parts as a diagnostic procedure. And and I'm not going to say that I never did that. I'm not going to say that, that you're never going to do that, but that is not a default strategy. When something is failed or something is not working right, or as we say <clears throat> in engineering, has a misbehavior. And depending on the piece of equipment, that misbehavior could be all different things. For instance, you could have an engine that is that is running rough or stalling, or you could have a seed meter that is turning slowly or seed meter that is skipping. Or you could have a hydraulic system that's not putting down the proper downforce occasionally. So there's many, many different types of misbehavior. So it just means that something is not working right. 
or in other times a misbehavior could be where it's completely dead right the engine doesn't start the uh the three-point hitch doesn't lift the uh, header doesn't kick in on the combine the air conditioner doesn't air conditioner doesn't engage in your truck so that's all falls under the guise of misbehavior but the thing is that you don't you want to try to avoid just making guesses and throwing stuff underneath the hood or underneath the sheet metal right on a combine or a tractor or what have you i mean and, and the thing is that if you were to apply this the critical path of thinking and remember the critical path is and and even though it's a term as i said in the opening segment that we use in engineering from getting a product to market but you could just change that that definition slightly and apply that to anything in your life so for instance if you want to get from place a to place b if you were to use let's say like a a map quest or a google search or something it's going to give you what they don't call it the critical path but this is the shortest distance there or the quickest distance all right so uh and if you're doing something on your farm you can say well it's going to be more efficient for me to to plant this field this way because then i could harvest it easier when the fall comes using that as example so you're getting on the critical path but what we're discussing today is the critical path when as, as it comes to diagnosing some sort of problem or misbehavior or any type of machinery that you will find on the farm and it is essential as i as i always say because you know the old adage time is money but not only is time money on the farm but time you have a small threshold of time for you to get something done and there's no use wasting time and money even if you have from now until the cows come home metaphorically to fix this thing you don't want to waste time and money on it so it's always essential to think of getting on the critical path and this is going to be a show today that's more of a thought process than an actual procedure so getting on so let me get on the critical path to the critical path so the first thing that you want to do is you want to confirm the problem and then think through it and for instance now anybody who's been around machinery long enough that knows that sometimes for some particular reason that something hiccups or doesn't work right and you know you should never want to discount that it becomes a data point in your mind so geez you know i turned the the key and the, the the engine didn't crank over then i turned again in the crank so at that particular point it becomes a data point is this the precursor to a potential problem or was it a fluke did the solenoid stick they did not read on let's say like on a road vehicle like a pickup truck or car they did not read the diode and the key uh and and it went into the security mode what have you so it's something you keep in mind but you always want to confirm the problem and depending upon application specific depending upon the situation you may not be able to do anything with it today so if your wife comes home and says hey the pickup truck stalled but it's running fine now what you would do so the critical path at that particular point would be to open the hood start the vehicle see if it starts drive it see if it stalls go underneath the hood look tactilely touch things or all the wires plugged in what have you put some eyeballs on it and if you can't say anything at that particular point the critical path would be to keep it as a data point and then move on with your life and see if it replicates itself it repeats itself all right so um but also keep in mind 
that if this problem does come up, and this could be with anything, anything machine machinery related on the farm, it could be the compressor in your shop, but you need to now apply some further level of critical thinking. So the critical path requires critical thinking. All right, does it happen under a, a certain weather conditions, a certain temperature, a certain load? Maybe you have a... a uh, a engine that doesn't start when it's damp out maybe you have a compressor in the shop that doesn't want to start after it ran for a long time because you were running a a grinder with it so you need to identify what is going on it's just like an agronomically if you look at it and you look back at your um at your yield and look at your yield maps and your production i mean a, a good farmer and i well i shouldn't say a good farmer that's not a that's not the proper word to use a farmer that is truly paying attention to all the details <clears throat> will lots of times use a weather station or a notebook or have some sort of weather program that's going to identify how many overcast days you had during the growing season so if you're if you're supposed to have a 1800 gdu to get to a certain point but you're you know you had a lot of cloudy days well you're not going to get the photosynthesis so enough with that you need to be to be able to look critically at what's going on and assign different things the next thing is assume nothing don't assume assume nothing check the possible causes but you need in lots of times you need to assign numbers you can't say well the fuel pressure is good because it shot i pressed a shred of valve and shot gas in my eye or diesel fuel or the engine runs for idles fine so i know it's it's got fuel so do not do not fall into that trap when applicable assign numbers all right because numbers will often tell you the story just like you could look in your checkbook say, oh i got a lot of money in my checkbook right but you didn't look at the accounts payable so you only looked at what's in your checkbook and that's an often a problem that people make and that is not the critical path people think because there's wrenches not flying and, and torches moving and things banging that you're that that the that you're not on the critical path the critical path often begins and most of its journey is on a thought process and thinking okay be prepared you're a farm you have a big operation you have a small operation you have equipment when the thing is broken down that's not the time for you to start to go look to invest in a shop manual all right shop manuals are very very important today because of the complexity of even the simplest machine there's a lot of shop manuals that you could purchase digitally and then what i like to do <clears throat> i like a printed manual but lots of times they're not available today so you could purchase a digital download inexpensively and then i go to the print shop in town i send them the file i have them printed and binded for me it doesn't cost maybe 25 30 40 dollars depending upon how much how many pages it is and i have a manual so so in essence it's just like you're not going to buy fire insurance right when the fire engines are coming so you have an operation i want you to think like a businessman there is so many profits that fly out of the farm shop door but they they fly out of there and nobody pays attention to it it's actually you could feel the wind of them going out so you have a big investment you have equipment you're going to need a shop manual you're going to need wiring diagrams hydraulic diagrams these systems today are very very complicated you you can't you it does not work i'm not saying you don't have the mental capacity to reverse engineer it and figure it out but we want to get on the critical path we want to we want to look in a schematic and see where that wire ends we want to look at a hydraulic schematic and see where that system goes how it works how the how the hydraulic fluid is divided up and you're not going to be able to do that without a shop manual 
okay? The next thing is that when you hit a dead end on a diagnostic procedure, we all hit dead ends. When you hit a dead end, stop and walk away. And unless it is so, I mean, you try, you're stuck on the side of the road and you try to take somebody to the hospital, that's a different story. We're not going to stop and walk away. But oftentimes, stopping and walking away from something, and walking away could be for five minutes, 10 minutes, it could be for five hours or for five days. Then again, it depends upon the situation. But stop and walk away when you can, all right? Because uh, it is going to give, and then you need to stop and think, Think it through. Sit down, have a cup of coffee, take a piece of paper, have a whiteboard in your shop. What I like to do is have a whiteboard and then if I have a problem, sit down, have a cup. Well, I don't drink coffee during the day. I get a glass of milk. I got a milk belly here. And then, you know, whatever, read a magazine, pet the dog, pet the cat, go for a walk or something, right? Check the crops, come back and then use the whiteboard as a differential diagnosis. And that means that's a medical term where you write down the possible causes and then the symptoms for that cause. And you, and you could use that as a way to, to identify or eliminate a differential, eliminates the possible causes for that problem. So stop and think, and then success, all right, success is rooted in sometimes recognizing that you went the wrong way and that you have to stop and go backwards. That's why vehicles, tractors, everything has reversed. Even a lawn tractor has reversed. Sometimes in a diagnostic procedure, we went back, We need to stop and go backwards because in your mind, you go so far down that one road that you're past the point of no return, right? Let's say like with a plane, you get so far out, you don't have enough fuel to get back. It's past the point of no return. So don't be afraid because your goal is to have success and your success is rooted in in you fixing this problem and getting that piece of machinery, whatever it may be, up and running as inexpensively as possible and as quickly as possible. And sometimes you need to, you've gone down the wrong road, we all have, and what you simply do is you stop, you put it in reverse, you forget about all the diet, that I thought it was fuel, I thought it was the hydraulic pump, I thought it was this on a seed meter. You forget about it, you put that out of your mind and you start from scratch. There is nothing wrong with backing up and that is why pencils have erasers because oftentimes we go down the wrong path and we're human beings but as long as we don't keep continuing down that wrong path and go off the cliff like lemmings we will be a hundred percent fine Hi, I'm Mike Pearson, host of AOA, heard Monday through Friday right here on Rural Radio from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Each day, we'll talk to those making the news in markets, ag policy, trade, and rural health care. And you'll hear from the ag and political leaders about the pressing issues of the day and what they might mean for the future of agriculture. So join me here on Rural Radio from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time for AOA. Hi everybody, this is Marty Stewart. Join me as I travel coast to coast, city to city, exploring America through his sounds and stories on Marty Stewart's America Odyssey. Then stick around for the Marty Stewart Show, bringing the brightest stars and the best music straight into your home with the help of my fabulous superlatives. It all starts Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, right here on Rural Radio. 
Justin Mills here, rancher and host of the Working Ranch Radio Show, inviting you to join us on Saturday and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern on Rural Radio Channel 147. We'll go in-depth on topics that are relevant to the beef industry, plus we'll hear from meteorologist Don Day on the long-term weather outlook, and the Captain Tim O'Byrne with Working Ranch Magazine will stop in for Tim's Two Cents. So join us on Saturday and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern for the Working Ranch Radio Show on Rural Radio Channel 147 Sirius XM. Rural Radio is the first and only national radio channel on Sirius XM serving rural Americans. Each weekday morning, stay current with real-time data, expert analysis on the markets, and tailored forecasts you care about with Market Day Report. Then, in the afternoon, catch up on shows like Real Ag, Ag PhD, Shark Farmer, and Western Sports Roundup. Rural Radio 147, the agribusiness and western lifestyle channel. All right, welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. As always, if you have any questions or comments on the topic today or any other topic, please feel free to reach out to me at farm at hot, hot rod farmer at farmmachinerydigest.com. But now, before we get under the sheet metal, we're going to bring in Tex Rubino with some Ripsaw Records. All righty, here we go. Under the sheet metal with tax, right? No, with a hot rod farmer. Keeping parts in order. Often the most challenging part of working on any machine is keeping the fasteners, brackets, or parts in order and properly identified. An additional concern may be the location of a special fastener due to its size, length, or worry over marginal threads. The issue of keeping things organized and identified changes little if you are working on an engine, planter, or a center pivot, center pivot irrigation unit. The system you employ to accomplish this must be easy to work with, adaptable, and inexpensive. A picket fence stand of corn speaks volumes about the quality of the farmer. Put everything, putting everything back in its rightful place when reassembling a machine makes the same statement about the mechanic. You wouldn't plant corn with a broadcast spreader, then why do you throw parts into a box and try to figure it out afterwards? As an aside, properly identifying and storing the items removed from the machine makes reassembly extremely quick and produces better results. It is essential when it comes to moving parts that they be reinstalled in the same location. For example, all rocker arms, push rods, locks, and retainers need to go back on the same cylinder head location. When I had my shop, we would have a part as many as 10 engines at one time, and we struggled with storing and identifying the small but important parts. We tried all different methods with varying success until one day we stumbled on a concept that worked great and cost little to no money. We used brown paper lunch bags purchased in a supermarket. You could get 100 new bags for around $3. It is best to use a black magic marker and write on the bag what is inside. If need be, you can make any notes or a crude drawing to identify a location or a concern. My bags read something like this. Cylinder number two, intake valve parts. You can also add a footnote such as check threads on stud. 
If the parts are fairly clean when they go into the bag, you'll be surprised how sturdy they are. If the machine is going to be apart for a long time, gather up the bags and place them in a tub or in the cab. When it comes time to put it all back together, it will be a breeze. So the crit that is though that falls under the line of the critical path, right? That you need to be able to put the store those parts and put them together, put it back in the right place. So listen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today and i want you to know that the hot rod farmer is pulling for you the american farmer and rancher and my beloved beloved america you have a blessed day stay safe and i'll catch you next week this is the agricultural law and tax report i'm roger mcgoan a constant struggle for farmers is the battle with weeds some weeds must be controlled Those are the ones that are listed by the state as noxious weeds. Then there are non-noxious weeds that aren't required to be controlled. These weeds can present their own legal issues. I'll be back in a moment to discuss. If your high school son or daughter has a passion to pursue a career in agriculture but doesn't know where to start, we suggest Kansas State University's Agricultural Economics Department. And after graduation, a 98% job placement rate. Learn more at ageconomics.ksu.edu. We'll get back into the report in just a moment. But first, you've heard me mention R.D. Schrader at Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company. He understands these are major events in your lives, and that's why many of the families he helps are repeat customers. Call 800-451-2709 today. Almost every state has a noxious weed statute that lists the noxious weeds or other vegetation subject to regulation and establishes a mechanism for control. Most state noxious weed laws set up a regulatory structure and provide that weed control officials may assess the cost of removing weeds to the property owner rather than a tenant or other person in possession of the premises. Some state laws also impose criminal penalties for violations. For weeds that aren't on the state noxious weed list, you generally cannot recover damages against another party for spread of the non-noxious weeds unless it constitutes a nuisance, was willfully allowed to occur with the specific intent to damage your property, or the destruction of the weeds was negligent and your property was damaged as a result. Other than those exceptions, there's no duty to control non-noxious weeds. Do you know the weeds that are on your state's noxious weed list? If not, it might be time to read up. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McGowan.